Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. As I got before the Lord to see what I should do here tonight, Ephesians 6 came up in my spirit. And I want you to turn there, if you will, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. And we're just going to read down through here. I tell you what, let's put it up in the New Living up here so I can look at it. We're going to go through 10 to 18. A final word, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Just keep going. Put on the all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Isn't that powerful? Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. One more scripture here. Pray in the Spirit at all times. And I, I shared not too long ago, pray being led by the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Now, we're going to take that and dissect it apart. But to me, as I read that, I could shout because of what I see, what the Lord has provided for God's people. We are not a defeated people, but we are a people who win at life. We are a people that have the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ, and so we need to stand our ground. And when you stand your ground, when you know, when you're in a relationship and maybe, you know, there's something going on and everything is not smooth and you have a disagreement or you see things differently, you know, you might say, well, I'm just going to stand my ground. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what we need to do when it comes to the kingdom of God. We need to stand our ground, not relent, and not back up. Now, some of you in here, you are divine intercessors. And I know it by the Spirit. Not everybody. Everybody is to intercede. But there are some of you that are divine intercessors. And in the Spirit, you are to stand the ground for the issues and the people that God brings before you. And I'm going to tell you, when you're called as an intercessor like that, you have an authority. You have an authority. And God shows you you have that authority. And if you stand your ground, you will see things breaking through. You remember last week, I think it was, uh, we prayed about some of the needs of the church. Do you remember that? One of those was that teen center commercial kitchen. And they've told us we can't use it because it 
needs a lot of updating. Well, we had someone, um, you know, that uh, is a business person that knows about codes and all that kind of thing, contact them after we prayed and stood our ground and they told us, well, you really don't have to do all of that stuff. Now you have, so it's probably less than half, going to cost less than half. Well, you say it would have happened anyway. Well, that's where you and I disagree and we part because you can live life failure after failure after failure and you can learn the things that I'm saying, standing your ground in the spirit when it comes to praying and interceding. And I tell you what, you'll see the breakthroughs and you'll see the difference. You just go on in your little la-la world if you want to, but not me. I'm going to be receiving from God. And I challenge you to receive from the Lord too. Many of you, you do. You know that. But some, you know, it's it might be things you don't know, you've never heard before, or you just haven't, you know, stirred yourself up to believe and stand for these things. Now, Let's look at this. I'm just going to dissect it a little bit. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in Him. Now, I want to tell you what this means. To be strong in the Lord means to be strong in ruling power. You have a, you remember a minute ago I talked about that connection, like that umbilical cord? You have that connection to God. And so the power, the source, everything you need, you're drawing that strength and His ability and whatever else from the Lord. So you, He tells us to be strong in ruling power. I'm going to tell you, this has been in my spirit um, since I got filled with the Holy Spirit. It ju I just get stirred up. And it's like the devil tells me it's not going to happen. And I just say, no, devil, you are not doing that to me. You're not doing it to the church. You're not doing it to my family. Whatever it might be, I'm standing in ruling power many times when I feel weak and unable. But when I'm weak, I draw my strength from him. And it's the same way for you. Now, you can't be me and I can't be you. But I tell you what, God wants to put some steel in our backbone, spiritually speaking, to where when anything happens in our life, the first thing we do is not, uh, you know, exclaiming that we don't know what we're going to do, that, you know, we're going under. No, you got to start in here, you got to have that faith, that shield of faith that's in this chapter. And you've got to put it up. And when the fiery darts come, they're going to hit that shield and you're going to be protected. Don't let anybody tell you that living by faith is unimportant. Oh, that faith stuff. Yes, that faith stuff. It comes right out of the books, uh, the pages of the holy book. And we got to live by faith. That means that what God says, we believe it. No matter what comes, hell or high water, we're going to believe God and we're going to believe His Word. And that is standing firm in your ruling power. Now, others may look at you and me and they may say, they have ruling power. You better believe it. You better believe it. Now, you may not be standing in it, and you may not be living by it, but we all have ruling power in Jesus Christ when we come into Him. It's made available to us. Not everybody takes advantage of it, you know? 
So, and, and none of us probably fully know how to do that, but we need to enter and then we need to grow into it. Amen. So we're to be strong in the Lord, in this ruling power, and be strengthened, now listen, be strengthened in our union with Jesus Christ. After all, you are connected to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the mighty God. He is the almighty God. He's the miracle working God. And you have a union with him and that's where your strength comes from. Amen. So it's very important to understand that. Now, you have to put on all God's armor to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. Now let's pull that apart for just a minute. Put on all of God's armor. Really this armor, if you look it up, it, it, it's talking about a Roman soldier that was decked out in um, everything that was needed to fight a battle, be in a war from head to toe. That's what armor is talking about. So God is telling us, just like the Roman soldier in the day when this was written, he had to have all the equipment to fight the battle. So God is telling us he has given us all the armor to fight the battles of life that we all go through. Now, we would be remiss if we led you to believe that everybody doesn't have battles and that uh, they're not trials and difficulties that come into our life because it comes into every one of our lives. But it's up to us to know that in this armor and when we stand in his strength and we're armed just like the soldier, we have everything we need to fight the battle. We have it all that we need. And so it's very important to see that. Now he says, put on all of God's armor. So what, what does that say to us? Put it on. In other words, you know, if, I, if it's cold outside and I, you know, need a coat... I will put on my coat. I will go to my closet, get the coat out, and then I will put it on so that's on purpose. And I know that I need it. So you need to know you need the armor. You need to stand firm in the ruling power that God gives you. And you need to put on, on purpose, this armor. Now, I know I've had people and, you know... I, I don't, I don't like to put down what other people, it's okay if they, if they say it, but you know, they'll say, well, I'm putting on my shield of faith now and I'm putting on my breastplate of righteousness and I'm putting, well, I don't think you have to do that. I don't think you have to do it that way. I think you have to be aware of what suiting up in the armor is and then you have to do it. So we're going to look a little bit more down through here and we'll find out about that. Put on all this armor and let me tell you where this armor comes from. This armor is given to you and to me through God. Through our relationship with Him, that's where the armor comes into our life. We don't have this armor if we don't know the Lord. We don't have this armor if we're not in communion with Him. But you have this armor, it comes to you. Now you can break fellowship with the Lord if you want to, but I tell you, I, I don't want to live that way. And I, you know I, I say this many times. And if you're here tonight and you have broken fellowship with the Lord, that can be healed and taken care of just like that. 
you just have to confess your sin to the Lord. If you, you know, just through sins of omission, not doing the things, you know, not having communion with Him, not reading your Bible and having communion through the Word of God, or, or just outward sin in your life, whatever, I don't care. You know, just whatever it is. You, all you have to do is say, forgive me, Jesus, cleanse me, Jesus, like that. Your sins are forgiven and they are removed as far as the east is from the west. And then you enter back into that relationship with the Lord and have the ability to put on your armor. Now that's good news, isn't it? So you put on this armor and you stand firm. That means to stand proud and tall like this Roman soldier that we've been talking about. Not all slumped over and slouched over and, you know, down on your knees. If you get down on your knees and pray and praise, that's a good thing. But if you get down on your knees through defeat, that's a bad thing. He wants you to stand firm just like this soldier. You stand firm. What do you stand firm against? strategies of the devil. Now, the King James says wiles of the devil, but it's really interesting here, the word strategies, it means the devil has, now listen to this, he has an angle into your life. Not only does he have an angle into your life, it also means that he has a blueprint or a design. Now, every time I think about that, that's not just a simple thing, oh, he wants to attack me. A blueprint and a design means that he's thought a lot about how he wants to stop us, how he wants to thwart God's plan in our life. Now think about that. A strategy, a design, a blueprint. Oh my gosh, I'm shaking in my boots. No, He doesn't tell you that. God doesn't tell you that to shake in your boots. He tells you that so you can get suited up in the armor and stand when you're being attacked. And when these strategies or designs or blueprints are being carried out or tried to you know, be carried out, it also means it's a game plan or a scheme. Have you ever, you know, known people that have schemes? They'll have a scheme how to get into your life. It may be a scheme in um, a relationship, you know, how to worm their way into your life or a scheme of how to take your money or whatever. You know, people can do that. Well, the devil has a scheme. And so we have to, you know, be aware that he does and we don't have to be afraid, but we stand firm putting on our armor and using every bit of the weaponry that God has provided for us. And that's a wonderful thing. So we're not fighting against flesh and blood. We read that. Our enemies are not flesh and blood. Our warfare is not against people. And if you do not learn that, you will be offended and mad and, you know, taking things out toward people. And you'll be playing right into the scheme or the game plan. Take no offense, the Bible talks about. And so it's important to understand that. So we're not fighting against people. Now, there's, there's the devil and demon powers many times behind what people do, but they don't know they're being used. And so I do think that you can bind that up and take authority over it. 
towards you. You understand what I'm saying? You, if they want to operate in it, let them. But you bind it up as it relates to you. And just, you know, just stand firm. Just stand firm. Don't just sit back and take it. Well, I guess I just have to. It's the way it is. There's nothing I can do about it. Well, you're different than me because I'm figuring I'm not going to just stand for it. I'm going to do something. And if I don't know what to do, Lord, my eyes are on you. And he'll tell me. Amen. So then we go to the next verse and it talks about uh, it's um, the fighting is not against flesh and blood, but listen what it is against. It's against evil rulers. That's chief in the rank, the chief one. The warfare is against evil rulers. And listen to this. And authorities, that has to do with delegated authorities. Now, if you think about the demon world, you wouldn't think that, would you? You just think that, that there's chaos there. But I remember years ago, I read a book by a gentleman. I can't think of his name right now. But it was, it was such a great book. And he, um, he had a vision. God showed him. And he went in to that realm where he saw this demonic and how it worked. And where he, it's delegated. Where these people, these not people, but demonic forces, they had areas of expertise. They operated and functioned in a certain category, in a certain way. And it was really interesting to me, very fascinating, I guess, to hear that some of the demon powers, the other demons wouldn't have anything to do with them. It had to do with sexual perversion, homosexuality, and all the other demons didn't want to have anything to do with them. Now, isn't that something? That's pretty, <laughs> that tells you a whole lot right there. But that, that book was very interesting, and the man is been in heaven for many years. but And then it goes on to say, here it, you're just talking about the chief ruler, and then it's talking about the delegated authority in the unseen world. See, because we can't see it, we don't realize, or we don't think about, or we don't acknowledge that things are going on in that unseen world. And then it goes on to say, against mighty power. That's world rulers. Mighty power has to do with world rulers. And then in, in the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Now, when it talks about evil uh, spirits, it has to do with plots. It's attached to sin and iniquity and wickedness. Kind of like maybe what I was just describing a moment ago. So they're... They're demon powers that work in that realm. So, and then it goes on to say, put on, because of all this, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Now, the King James talks about the evil day that you'll be, everybody, again, evil days come to all of us. I wish I could tell you that that's not going to happen. But evil days come. And you gotta, you know, you gotta stand firm in the evil day. And then it goes on to say, then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. After that battle, 
you will still be standing firm when you put on the whole armor of God. What does the armor consist of? And I've got to hurry real fast here. Seems to be what I have to do every time, but maybe I just want to talk too much. I don't know. Um, it says, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. That's uh, what is the truth? My word is truth. Sanctify them, set them apart through my word. So stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. The Word of God holds everything in place. That belt holds it in place. And the breastplate of righteousness. You need to know that you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're not a worm. You're, you're not a sinner anymore. You used to be a sinner. Now you've been saved and you're not a sinner anymore and you're not a worm. You're somebody that God thought was so special that he sent his only son to redeem you. So you've got to believe and put on this breastplate of righteousness. And then it goes on to say, for shoes, peace that comes through the good news. The gospel is the good news, isn't it? Not bad news. It's good news. And you'll be fully prepared. And in addition, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the enemy. Then put on as your salvation or your defender the helmet of salvation and the sword of God, which is the word of God. So you can see... When you're standing firm, you need to have the Word of God before your eyes, before your ears, and in your mouth. You stand firm through the Word of God. Now, but listen to this. And it, it says, put on the salvation, your defense, the helmet of salvation. Now, real quickly, because i gotta got to quit. But the helmet of salvation, where does the helmet go? On your head. So that means it's protection over your mind, okay? It's the helmet of salvation is protection over your mind. When you are needing to stand firm, when you're in a battle, when the enemy is loaded with those fiery darts that are coming at you, what you have to know is you cannot receive those thoughts that are contrary to God, contrary to His promises, contrary to your victory, because that is where the battle is, isn't the mind is the battlefield. How many times have we heard that over and over and we, you know, read books and everything else? Well, uh, it is truth. It is the truth. Put on that helmet. Now listen to this. I love it in the book of Psalms. In the day of battle, thou hast covered my head. He's given you the helmet in the day of battle to cover your mind and to think right and to cast out the lies of the enemy and things that are contrary to the enemy and you'll be able to stand firm. There's so much I would love to say about that because it is such a powerful truth. But we don't have time to do that now and so we're going to take some time. Did you learn anything? Is this stir anything up? You know, maybe it's if it's not a new truth, it stirred some I, I do that a lot. Thing, you know, it's like, yeah, I hadn't heard that in a while. That that really resonates with me. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.